All right, so how's everyone doing? Yeah, you know, it's awesome to come here. Man, you guys challenged me in my worship. I was kind of over there, and I'm, I'm kind of a little excited. And I look out here, and I just see so many of you guys just going crazy. And I'm like, that's awesome. You want to know why? Because Christ came to this earth, and he surrendered everything for us. So it just seems natural that we should, in turn, give ourselves completely to God, right? Romans 12, 1 and 2 Say, don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And also right before that in verse one, says, therefore, dear brothers, I urge you or I plead with you to give your entire selves to Christ. And then it says this term that's basically like, it's your reasonable act of service. Like if you reason it out and you say, God, you gave everything for me, then reasonably you would just give everything back to him. It just makes sense, right? You could just think about it in your head. God gave everything for me, so I'm going to give everything back to him. And when I looked out here this morning, I saw each and every one of you, and you were giving your all to God. So I just want to say that I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of the fact that you're more worried about what Christ thinks of you than you're worried about what the person next to you thinks of you. And I'm proud of you for the fact that you're going to determine whether you worship based on a choice and not on a feeling. So I'm proud of you guys. You guys are awesome. And, and, I just say, keep going and and take a step farther. If you weren't maybe going crazy, maybe you're holding a little bit back, just take a step and go a little farther. But anyways, we're continuing our prayer series. It's called the prayer series. We've been doing it kind of together, but in different rooms. Well, today we're together and I wanna bring you guys a message that kind of follows up on what we've been talking about. So if you have your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, open them up to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. This month we've talked about what prayer is. We've defined prayer. We've talked about praying without ceasing. Praying without ceasing. We've also talked about having a customized prayer life or having a custom of praying. Well, today what I want to talk to you guys about is I want to talk to you guys about how do you pray the will of God? How do you pray the will of God? How many of you guys have ever been maybe listening to the radio and someone says it on the radio or they say it in person and they say, if the Lord will. Have you guys ever heard that? Like uh, WCSG, one of the guys has a call sign at the end of his uh, time on the air. He'll say, I'll be with you tomorrow if the Lord wills it, right? Have you guys ever heard that? How many of you have heard that? You've heard someone say, if the Lord will. Well, let me, let me ask you guys a question. How do you know what God wills? How do you know what God would want us to do? How do you know what God would want us to pray? Because this is a common question, in my head at least, because if, if he's saying, if the Lord will, that means he might not really know what the Lord wills. I want to tell you that we can, we can know pretty much what God's will is. And it's pretty, pretty easy. So if you got your Bibles open to John chapter 5, look at verse 14. Verses 14 and 15. It says, and this is the boldness we have in God's presence that if we ask God for anything that agrees with what he wants, notice that, that agrees with what he wants, he hears us. If we know he hears us every time we ask him, we know, we have confidence, we could be assured that we have what we ask from him. What this verse, these verses, this verse, these two verses is saying is, if we can pray in alignment with what God would want in our lives, then we can be confident, we can have assurance that what we pray we will receive. Do you guys see that? So if we pray 
in alignment with what God wants, then we can be confident that we'll get what we pray for. Do you catch that? We can have confidence and know that what we pray, what we ask for, we will have. But there's a little thing in the middle of that verse that's kind of like a little like if. It's a, if you do this, then you'll have. And it's if we pray in alignment with what God wants for us, then we can be confident. We can know we can have assurance that we'll have what we then have prayed for. So we gotta, we gotta pray, and then we got this middle thing. So how do we know, how do we know that we're praying for what God wants? How do we know that we pray according to the will of God? How many of you guys know the Lord's Prayer? If I start it, I'm sure most of you guys could kind of fill it in. You might have a little words different. You might have memorized it in a different translation or whatever, but it says, Our Father who are in Hallowed be thy, thy kingdom come thy, wait, what'd you just say? Thy will be done. How do we know that we can pray according to the will of God? If you're taking notes, if you're taking notes, write down your will, your way. That's the title of today's message. Your will, your way. So how in the world do we make sure that we're praying according to the will of God? If you're taking notes, right now, James 1, 17. James chapter 1, verse 17. I want to show you guys a couple verses that talk about the character of God before we go any farther. So James 1, 17 says, Whatever is good and perfect come downs, comes down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in the heavens. He, ch- he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Do you guys see that shifting shadow? What that basically means is one day being one way and the next day being a different way. That's like shifting. Have you guys ever noticed that the shadow, your shadow's never the same? Your shadow is never exactly the same. If you stand on a sunny day in one spot and you stand there for an hour, your shadow is constantly gonna change, right? This is how a sundial works, right? You've got a circle with these numbers on it and you've got this point that sticks up and it's oriented right that the shadow tells you the time of day that it is, right? God doesn't shift like a shadow shifts. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever or tomorrow. God is the same. He doesn't shift like a shadow. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He's the same always. He's always the same. So the question is, if God is always the same, he never shifts, he never changes. If he's always the same, how do we know that we are praying according to the will of God? How can I, whether I'm in a, good situation or a bad situation or I'm praying for wisdom or whatever it is, how can I know that I'm praying according to the will of God? How can I know that when I'm sitting there praying, I'm not praying something that's contradictory to what God would want in my life? How many of you guys would love to be able to confidently pray the will of God every time you pray? For those of you who aren't raising your hand, you might, no, I'm joking. I was gonna be like, might as well just, no, I'm joking. 
I think we all deep down, whether we wanna raise our hand or not, would say, I wanna be able to pray according to the will of God because I wanna know that when I pray, I can be confident that that prayer is gonna be answered and we're gonna have it. So how can we know? How can we know? What's this? Bible, B-I-B-L-E. Once heard it said, it's the basic instructions before leaving earth. Great, great little acronym. This is a Bible. What also is the Bible known as? The word of, the word of God. The Bible, the word of God. We can know the will of God and know that it never changes by reading the word. Here's one thing a lot of people get messed up in their theology. Theology is their belief system of who God is, the core belief system of who God is. One thing that people can tend to get messed up is that they believe that the character of God as in the person of God can be different than the character of God that's portrayed in the word of God. Let me tell you something. God's character can never deviate from his word. Actually, if you read John chapter one, it says that the word of God is God. Jesus Christ is literally this book. Well, this book is written form of who Jesus is. This book can transform a life or it can be a book that collects dust on a table. The difference is how you take it in. Do you have the spirit behind it, the the Holy Spirit behind it? So if we know that God never changes, we know that God never shifts and we wanna be able to pray the will of God, what if we begin... I've got a little question for you. What if we begin to, instead of pray random prayers, what if we begin to pray prayers that are found in the Bible or prayers that are based on the word of God? Because we know that God isn't different one day and the next or one millennia and the next. He's the same forever and ever and ever. God's gonna be the same tomorrow as he is today and tomorrow's tomorrow and tomorrow's tomorrow's tomorrow and tomorrow's 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 tomorrow and tomorrow's 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 tomorrow tomorrow. I could keep going, but I lost myself. But what I'm saying is if God's the same yesterday, today, and forever, then God was the same when he healed that person with leprosy in the Bible 2,000 years ago as he is today when I'm dealing with something. And when God provided for the widow that had nothing thousands and thousands of years ago, that God is the same today when I'm needing something. Do you guys see this? Because a lot of people, this, it's so sad, but a lot of people, what they do is they pray. And at the end of it, they say, but God, your will be done. I mean, we should pray that God's will is done on earth, but that's not, that's different than praying God's will done in my life as in, when we say, God, we want your will to be done on earth, we're trying to surrender this whole earth and saying, God, your will come down and your will be done in the United States. But when it comes to praying me specifically, I know what God wants for me. So I pray according to the will of God because I know that God wants me whole and healed. So I could be confident that's what that verse said in 1 John chapter five, right? If we pray according to the will of God, then we can be confident that what we pray for, we will then have. 
So if I can pray according to the will of God, then I can be confident in my life that I'll have what I've prayed for. So in our lives, we have to begin to submit our prayer life to what? To the will of God. And what is that? That means submitting our prayer life to the word of God. That's a big deal. How many of you guys can spurt off the entire Bible by memory? I can't. But how many of you guys at least know one verse that's dealing with the situation you're in right now? How many of you guys can look up a verse that's going with what you need to pray for? I think we can all do that. The problem is so many Christians are ignorant to what the Bible actually says. Do you know that 2,000 years ago or a little over 2,000 years ago, there was a guy that was walking around and he was talking to Jesus and he asked Jesus what his will was when it came to healing? What do you think Jesus said? It's my will that you would be healed. Well, if Jesus said 2,000 years ago to that guy that needed healing, that it was God's or Jesus's will for him to be healed, then I can know today that it's God's will for me to be healed. I could be confident in that. Recently, the last couple of years, I've been going through something with my throat. I don't know what it is, what all's going on. We went to a specialist, my wife and I, last year. Found out I have some acid reflux stuff going on. Well, I know that the will of God is for me to be healed. So I'm praying that with confidence for me to be healed. And I'm claiming that Tim Gilio is healed. Tim Gilio does not have acid reflux. Tim Gilio does not have stomach issues. Tim Gilio is whole and healed. Tim Gilio is the son of Christ. And Tim knows what the Bible says and the will of God is for himself. I am healed in Jesus' name. We can pray according to the will of God. If you're taking notes, write down praying scripture. Pastor Dwayne quoted this a couple weeks ago in the worship center on a Saturday night. He's also quoted it several times before that. But until recently, the church didn't pray without what was called a prayer book. The church used to actually pray scripture and that was all of their prayers, was scripture. And then they had a few other prayers that were based on scripture. But only until in the last couple hundred years have people started just praying without the Bible involved in it. Do you know how hard it is to pray without knowing scripture? When I was little, before I was saved, before I started going to church, before I knew anything about God and anything about his word, I would just spout off prayers. I had no idea what the will of God was though. And can I tell you that none of those prayers got answered because I didn't know what I was praying for or I wasn't praying aligned with the word of God. But if I could pray scripture, I could be confident. So if you're taking notes, write down praying for healing, praying for peace, peace. Write down praying for wisdom, and that's in a decision, but praying for wisdom. Write down financial favor and write down salvation. 
I just want to show you a couple examples of what I mean by praying scripture. So if you're going through something and you need healing, Luke 5, 12 says, in one of the villages, Jesus, it says 12 through 23. Ha, they got it right. Good. I messed it up in my notes. 12 through 13, it says, in one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he bowed down with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him, and I love this. I am willing. Or another way to say that is, it is my will. He said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Praying for peace, Philippians 4, 7 says, in God's peace, which is so great, we cannot understand it, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ. So we could say, God, I pray for peace that comes only from you. That's so great that I can't understand it. And that keeps my heart and my mind in Christ. You can pray along the lines of that verse. If you're praying for wisdom, Proverbs 3, 13 through 14 says, happy is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gets understanding. Wisdom is worth more than silver. It brings more profit than gold. So you can pray, God, I thank you for wisdom. Lord, I value wisdom more than riches because it's more valuable in my life. And I know that when I find it, I'll be happier, I'll be joyful. Lord, I thank you for understanding. You can pray along those lines. If you're praying for financial favor, Malachi 3.10 says, bring, this, bring to the storehouse the full tenth of what you earn or tithe of what you earn so there will be food in my house. Test the Lord, uh, test me in this, says the Lord, all powerful. I will open the windows of heaven for you and pour out all the blessings you need. So you could pray something along the lines of this scripture and say, Father, I thank you that as I surrender my finances to you and I give my, my finances over to you and control to you, I thank you that you will bless me, that you'll open up the windows of heaven and you'll take care of me. If you're praying for salvation, we could pray for the salvation or coming to know Christ as Lord and Savior of our friends and family because we know that God wants all to be saved and to know him, 2 Peter 3.9. It says, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all, how many? All, that all should reach repentance. God wants everyone to know him. God wants everyone to be saved so we can be confident and we can say, God, I pray for the salvation of my family. My family doesn't attend church. My family's not saved. So I could pray, God, I pray for the salvation of my brothers and sisters right now in Jesus' name. I thank you that they are gonna turn towards you. I thank you that it's your will that they would be saved. And I can be confident and know that they will come to a saving knowledge of who you are and they will submit to you, Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior because it is your will. And I can be confident in it. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Does that make sense? We can be confident. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna read this first verse again. 
And this is the boldness we have in God's presence, that if we ask God for anything that agrees with what he wants, he hears us. If we know he hears us every time we ask him, we know we have what we ask from him. Translation, if we pray according to the will of God, which is portrayed in the Bible, in the word of God, we can be confident. We can have assurance that what we then have asked for, we will then receive. I'm telling you, if you pray according to the will of God. Now there's some verses that say you can't doubt, but you have to be sure of it, which is a whole nother message. But if you pray according to the will of God, you can have confidence that God is gonna answer that prayer. Can you guys go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes? That verse I just read a few minutes ago, 2 Peter 3, 9, said the Lord, says the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that you should perish, but that you would reach repentance. God is not slow but he's patient and waiting. And today he's offering you the opportunity to ask him, Jesus Christ, to be your Lord and Savior. God wants a personal relationship with you. Jesus Christ came to this earth so that he can have a personal relationship with you. Today, I wanna offer up the opportunity that if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've never said, Jesus, I believe in you, who you are, and I confess with my mouth that you died and rose again. If you've never done that today, I wanna open up the opportunity for you to do that. With every head bowed and every eye closed, nobody looking around. If you would say, today I want to surrender myself to Jesus Christ. When I count to three, I want you to lift up your hands. One, two, three. Raise up your hands right now if that's you. Yep, hands up, hands up. Yep, here's what we're gonna do. If you raise your hand, can you look at me? No one else looking around, just if you raise your hand. If you raise it, just look up at me. Can I get you to stand up and go to the back? Go to the back. There's someone back there with their hands up. My wife... Rachel's back there. All right. The rest of you guys, I'm gonna pray over you. If you did raise your hand and you sh or you didn't and you should have, if you could step to the back as well. Father God, I thank you for each and every person in here. Lord, I thank you that as we get into your word, we could truly know what your will is for our lives. We completely surrender ourselves to you. Help us, Lord, to begin to submit our prayer life to you so that we could be confident and know that what we pray, we will have. Lord, we just love you, we thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's what we're gonna do. We wanna take a little bit of time to put this into practice. 
praying the will of God because sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you don't know how to do it. You don't know what to do. So we wanna give you guys an opportunity today to try it out. Sometimes, I mean, just reading the verse and at the end of it saying, God, I pray that in Jesus' name. That's all you gotta do. So what we're gonna do, if you wanna go ahead and uh, stand up, I'm just gonna have you guys stand up right now. There's a lot of people in here. So this is what we're gonna do. I want you to break up in groups of seven or eight and I want guys with guys and girls with girls. Seven or eight, pretty big groups. And hold up before you, before you start breaking up in those groups. What we're gonna do is we're gonna do something called a prayer drop. When you get in those groups, I want you to scatter out throughout the room. There's a time when what we're gonna do, we're gonna come by and we're gonna drop a piece of paper into the middle of each of these circles. When we drop that piece of paper in there, there's a main topic with a verse, but there's also all these subtopics that you could pray that have to deal with that main topic and verses. And you're gonna get a few minutes to begin to pray and go around and each person in that group pray for those verses, those topics. And then what we'll do is we'll come by and we'll drop another piece of paper in your circle and then you'll transition to that topic. Also the verses should be on the screen. I think we got them on the screen, but go ahead, get in your groups of seven or eight, scatter throughout the room and we will come by and drop pieces of paper.